Every year, Epsom Annual Citizens Advice sees more and more people with serious and complex debt problems. So with the idea that prevention is better than cure, they're teaming up with the Aviva Community Fund to help young people understand money, loans, credit and generally stay out of debt. I'm delighted to welcome Lisa Davis, who is CEO of Epsom Annual Citizens Advice. Lisa, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Josette, for having me. Well, this is really a financial literacy project, isn't it? So why is it so important? It's really important. I think one of the things that we have noticed and experienced at uh, Citizens Advice Epsom Manual is that by the time people come to see us, they're already in some kind of difficulty. So that might mean that they are already in debt. There are bailiffs at the door. They've received Um, eviction notices. And of course, we will help and we will provide them with the support that they need to put them on a much better path. But of course, really, we want to be more preventative in nature and more preemptive. So it's about ensuring that people have the information and education that they need to spot uh, the signs of difficulty, you know, spot the signs of debt, um, so that they can actually take preemptive measures to ensure that they don't fall into that particular difficulty. So who's going to benefit from this project? So this particular project, we're aiming it at young people. So the age group being 16 to 18 year olds. And we specifically targeted that age group because it's an important age, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the age that young people are about to embark upon the adult world. So at 16, um, they could actually go into the world of work. Um, They might go into college or onto university. They might want to um, go off abroad for a year. And actually what we want to do is to ensure that they have the tools necessary uh, to understand about money matters and and financial management uh, in order to ensure that they take the necessary steps that they need to in in terms of ensuring that um, they operate within you know, the budget that they've set for themselves and they're aware of all the responsibilities that might come along with money. And what type of things are you going to teach them then? So I think what we've looked at in particular is, you know, we've had a uh, money advice team probably from from the outset of of the organisation, but in terms of our specialist uh, casework service, probably for around the last 15 years. So we've built up a body of evidence uh, and data around what we see, the the types of areas that people can fall into and traps that people can fall into. So some of the things we've identified and also speaking to some of the local schools, um, some really interesting things, opening a bank account, you know, do young people know how to do that? Understanding interest rates and APR, things around loans, credits. What if you are about to embark on employment, do you understand what exactly your rights are as an employee, your legal rights around minimum wages and understanding around holiday pay and sick pay? Another huge area of savings. You know, it's a really good idea to start saving once you start to to work. So really bringing uh, the importance of that to, to light and also, you know, starting to contribute towards your pension. I think uh, another huge area where a lot of young people will benefit from will be budgeting, you know, understanding how to live within your means. If you do receive a paycheck, how do you ensure that the money that you receive, you're able to live on that and survive on that until you until you next receive a paycheck? 
Um, but also we want to think about some practical um, areas as well. So uh, spending money, there is a whole raft of potential scams that young people can fall into with online shopping. Gambling online is becoming even more of an issue uh, within that age group, 16 to 18 year olds. So being aware of some of the traps as well. Similarly, costs of living away from home. Do you understand what you're signing when you sign a tenancy agreement if you're in rented accommodation? Do you understand the landlord obligations, the tenant obligations? What responsibilities you have in terms of paying rent, council tax, TV license, uh, and other bills? Um, I think another core area is, you know, a lot of young people want to start to, to purchase a car. Um, what does that involve? You know, car tax, insurance, fuel costs. We all know fuel costs are high and getting even higher. So being aware of that. And those are some of the, the areas that we're looking at, but also, you know, some practical suggestions for young people, how to use comparison sites and to ensure that you are getting the best for your money and, you know, how, you, how do you do that? But I think the main point for us is to inform and educate young people and to ensure that, you know, they have that information and that education. That age group is very hard to engage. So how are you going to deliver this? It is part of the scoping that we're doing and we're working a lot with the schools. So we've actually got Epsom and Newell High School that we're working with. And a lot of that will be about understanding from from the school and the teachers as well about the engagement process. So we want to ensure that we work with them in order to get the best out of these sessions. Um, Of course, we don't just want a situation where someone's standing up and delivering a lecture. Clearly, it needs to be a very interactive session. We want to ensure that there are really good class exercises that we can we can involve in games, you know, real life games and situations that we can get them to work through in, in working groups within the class. So still a lot of work for us to do on that, um, but it is part of the scoping that we'll do and, and with the, the support of the schools. And who's going to deliver it in the schools? Um, so there are different options and it will be down to the particular view of each school. So one of the options will be that actually one of our money advisors will come in and teach the, the students direct or, or lead on those sessions. Uh, another potential option we're looking at is our money advisor teaching the teachers uh, and the teachers then delivering that. So it's something that can become part and parcel of, of the ongoing curriculum Uh, sort of in their PHSC classes, for example, that is to be worked out with the schools. But whatever we do, we want to ensure that it's not something that's just delivered and forgotten about. We want to have it for some time to come. So we'd want to ensure that it's recorded um, and also potentially um, a manual or something that we can leave the school with that they can update. or, Or even if we were to be part of that updating, that they can always have with them so that there's something that future years can use. You mentioned money advisors. For those who don't know the work of the Citizens Advice Bureaus, just explain a little bit about what you do. So we're a a local charity um, and we provide information and advice to people that live within Epsom and Ewell. And in terms of the topics and the areas that we look at, we will provide information and advice to people in relation to debt, benefits, housing, immigration, employment, the list goes on. Um, But particularly in respect of our money advisors, these are individuals that are debt accredited 
from the FCA. So they've undergone training and they've been approved by the FCA to deliver debt advice. So they will sit with a client and work through their debt problems and actually put in place solutions to enable them to manage going forward. Really excellent work. You do do great work. Let's go back to the project. Of course, everything takes money. So how are you going to finance this project? We've been really lucky, actually, because part of the project up until the the actual pilot of it has been funded by some amazing local and county councillors, as well as a local charity. So we're we're really grateful for that. So that's enabled us to start the, the scoping and the pilot work. But we need to supplement that funding. And this is where the Aviva Community Fund has come in. The way it works is that Aviva have projects that they will support. You have to put in place an idea and how you would run that idea. And then they will determine whether or not they approve it to be accepted onto their crowdfunding platform. The way it then works, their employees each get £25 that they can donate to any of those projects on the platform. But beyond that, the local community, the general public can also donate towards that project. So where we are now, the project's up, it's live on the page. We really want people to go onto the page. Um, You can actually get a direct link to that page from our website, which is www.caee.org.uk. And as soon as you go on there, on the front cover page, there is a link to the Aviva Community Fund and our particular page more information about the project. We actually have a video on the page that's been undertaken by one of our money advisors who sets out um, a bit more detail about the project. But you can go on and, and donate and we'd be very, very grateful for that support. Well, it sounds like a brilliant project. It really does. And I wish you the very best of luck with it. Thank you. Thank you so much. 